Pope Francis is on his 35th international trip this weekend. This weekend, he is in Cyprus and Greece to visit our Greek Orthodox brethren to continue the ecumenical relationship between the Roman Catholic Church and the Greek Orthodox. So on Thursday, Friday, he was in Cyprus, and today and tomorrow, already today, he is in Greece to continue this talk on refugees and migrants. And for many of you who are following the Pope's visit to uh, Cyprus and Greece, you will know or notice the preparation that goes in into this kind of visit. Those in Rome already prepared so much, and those on ground in Greece and Cyprus with all the security details and protocols and a lot of uh, meetings that are done to prepare for the coming of the Pope to visit. And just like all other prominent visits and popular events that we celebrate, we usually you know, have plans. Um, last two Sundays, we celebrated uh, Christ the King. And I can tell you how many times that Father Otis we send out text messages reminding us of the liturgy committee meeting so we can plan for Christ the King. The same we've done for the Christmas masses and events that we have so that everyone will be ready for what we have. The choir, the liturgy, the altar service, uh, the ushers, and you know, everybody getting ready, knowing what to do. We just celebrated Thanksgiving as well. And in our various homes, we prepared for the homecoming of our families. We went shopping, we prepared meal, cooking, and everything. But in all of these visits from the Pope or the church or families and gatherings, it is about to hear the voice of one another, to hear the voice, just like in Greece, they hear the voice of the Pope, calling them, comforting them in the faith one, and calling them to the discourse on refugees and migrants, giving a home to those who are homeless. So it is about listening to the voice of God. That is the voice we hear in the readings today, beginning with the first reading from the prophecy of Baruch. Probably this is the only time you will hear the prophecy of Baruch in the three cycles of the church. And he was a secretary to Prophet Jeremiah. And he is now giving a voice to the Israelites who were exiled, you know, they were in exile, and they felt abandoned and hopeless. And here is the prophet offering them this voice of hope that robe of mourning, of agony, throw them away and get ready for festivity because the Lord is coming to deliver you from captivity. And the psalm echoes the same. When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, from captivity, it was like a dream. Then our mouth were filled with laughter and on our lips they were sung. So what marvels the Lord has done for us indeed we were glad. So we see the fulfillment 
of that deliverance from Babylonian exile happening. And the psalmist, like all of us, filled with joy, proclaiming. And we can relate with this experience of the Israelite in exile. Sometimes in our trials, struggles, sorrows, we feel abandoned. We feel that God is not there with us. But he is right there with us in the midst of our struggles, offering us the same hope, calling us to see him coming with salvation for every one of us. That is the voice of prayer, the voice of hope. And in the gospel, we see the same voice of John the Baptist calling the church of the time, and of course, every one of us. Here he comes, the one who is mightier than I. Prepare yourself, get ready for his coming. And how do we prepare for his coming? He said, baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And then he gave us three ways, every valley to be filled, every mountain to be leveled, and the winding roads to be made smooth. Think about it, baptism, all of us, I believe everyone here is baptized. So in this period of Advent, to sit back and glory in the mystery of God allowing us to be called sons and daughters through the sacrament of baptism. But then, through the renewal of our baptism, to call to mind the gift that we have received, the gift of faith, of hope, and of love. And to see how these three verses call us and challenge us to experience the fruit of Advent. And look at the other one, repentance, metanoia, a call to change away. Because with my sin and your sin, we turn away from God and turn towards other things. So the Advent becomes a period calling us, like John the Baptist, to prepare inside, just like all other preparations. You know, we prepare mostly external, but in this period, we prepare inside. It is the only time we can hear the voice of change, the voice of forgiveness inviting us to prepare inside among all other preparations for this season of Christmas or Advent for those who are already putting up the Christmas tree without exercising the patience. So, repentance, metanoia, for the one who is coming, what is the value to be filled? The broken relationships that he is calling us to mend, the broken relationship between families, spouses, children, friends, relatives, wherever, to mend those broken relationships so that everywhere will be smooth, the room of our heart will be ready to welcome him and to hear his voice specifically. Because, you know, in Psalm 29, the word of God tells us, the voice of the Lord is full of power. The voice of the Lord is full of splendor. And the voice of the Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. That is, it can break the most hardened. So if we allow the voice of the Lord to come in, it is full of power and splendor. And of course, you remember the parable of the uh, good shepherd 
John chapter 10, specifically in, in 17 or 27, yes, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and we are his sheep. Psalm 100, we are his sheep. So my sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. The voice is calling you and I in this period as we decorate and get ready for Christmas and other events to hear him speak to us, to sit back, reflect perhaps on the seven uh, spiritual works of mercy or on the seven uh, corporal works of mercy or even on the seven deadly sins that separate us from getting ourselves ready for him who is coming. If today you and I hear his voice, may we not harden our heart. May God bless his words always in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.